Welcome to the Healthpreneur Podcast. My name is Uriel Kaim, former professional soccer player turned health crusader, New York Times bestselling author, and business strategist and coach for visionary health entrepreneurs. Each week, I'm bringing you inspiring conversations with remarkable health and fitness entrepreneurs who've gone from struggle to success and are now doing big things in this world with the hope that our conversation will help you stay on track and build your business so that your genius can impact more lives, no matter what life throws your way. Thanks for joining me today, and before we get started, remember that you can grab a free copy of my new book, Health Profit Secrets, to discover the four secrets to helping you turn your expertise for health or fitness into a successful business online that makes you more money, frees up your time, and impacts thousands, even millions of people all around the world. Simply go to healthpreneurbook.com to get your free copy today. And with that said, let's get to today's show. Happy New Year and welcome to 2018. Uriel came here and welcome to the Health Printer Podcast 2018 edition. It is Monday, January 1st. It might be freezing cold and full of snow where you are, but hey, you know what? Maybe you're in the sunshine and warm. I don't know. But uh, I'm in Toronto. It's a little bit chilly, but it's been a great, great holiday season. I hope you have an amazing uh, holidays and great New Year's. Hopefully you're not uh, too hungover and ready to kick things off on the right foot. So on Saturday, we did a bonus session, which was called the year ahead. We planned out your year, 2018, to make it as fruitful and focused as possible. And today, I want to walk you through how negative goal setting can actually save your business. Yeah, it's kind of weird, right? We talked about how to properly set goals on the bonus session. And today, we're, I'm going to show you how negative goal setting can actually help you as well. So, I mean, what the heck is negative goal setting? Well, it's a kind of a, a little known type of term. I, I don't know if many people think about this, but this is something I learned as an athlete. And I, and I think the first time I really started to think about this was when I was 17 and I was playing with a great soccer team in Toronto. Uh, we were one of the best teams in Canada. We traveled to Italy and played some amazing teams over there. We always did really, really well. And our coach, other than being a tyrant and throwing garbage cans around at halftime and like yelling and screaming from the sidelines, which is always fun, one of the things he used to say, and I'll never leave my mind, is solution before the problem. Solution before the problem. What, what does that even mean? Well, that's where negative goal setting comes in. So in the context of soccer, solution before the problem was essentially when someone gave you, when someone passed you the ball, you needed to know what you were going to do with the ball before you even received it. It's another level of thinking, right? And that's one of the biggest differences between the different divisions in soccer. So every country, mostly in Europe, I should say, have a lot of different divisions. Like in England, they have the premiership, right? The top flight of football. Then there's the championship, which is the second division. And then like there's a third division, fourth division. And each of those divisions gets weaker and weaker, right? The major difference between those top, between those divisions is usually the speed of thinking and execution of those players. So yes, there are players that are talented, obviously very different from one another. You know, you got guys like Lionel Messi and Neymar who are just, you know, freaks of nature when it comes to talent. But on average, those who are able to think quickly and make fast decisions are usually more successful than those who are slower. 
And that's, you know, that's a big difference between the different levels of play there. So in terms of business, how can we think more quickly on our feet so that we're not caught off guard when things don't go as planned? And that's where having a solution before the problem comes in. So negative goal setting is this. Negative goal setting is essentially... And this, and this is it's kind of counterintuitive because I'm a huge fan. I'm, a, I'm not a fan. I'm a, I'm a huge believer, I should say, in if you want to call it the law of attraction, whatever, is focus on what you want. Visualize what you want because what you focus on expands, right? You get what you focus on. I'm totally for that. However, I'm also a big fan of this idea of visualizing plan B and plan C so they don't surprise you if they do happen. Mike Tyson, I don't think he's well known for a lot of amazing quotes, if you will, but this is the best quote of all time, I think. Everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. And that is so true at so many levels in business and in life. And that's that's the thing is like you have a great plan. Or like, and that's why I, I can't stand when people go on Shark Tank. And they're like, what are your projections for the next year? Oh, we project we're going to go from 135000 to 540000 in revenue. How on earth are you projecting that? I can't even project what's going to happen next month in my business. And I mean, that's not quite true, but it's very tough to make an accurate projection like that. It's just a forecast. It's ridiculous, right? Unless you have recurring members at a specific price and they're fixed in for a year. So the reason that's tough to do is because it's great to have a plan. It's great to walk into the bank with a neat, tidy business plan and then... When none of that actually comes to fruition, you're like, what the hell did we do? Okay, that didn't work out. What do we do instead? So what negative goal planning basically does is you focus on, okay, obviously this is the ideal scenario, right? This is the ideal visualized path. We want to go from here to here. But what happens if, let's just use the example of uh, climbing a mountain, so we're climbing a mountain. We know we want to get to the summit. We know we have to get to base camp one, base camp two, and so forth. But what happens if we're going from base camp one to base camp two, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, there's like a full-on whiteout. Like, you know, the weather comes in, the clouds come in, like you can't see anything. What do you do in that scenario? And what most people do is they just kind of freak out on the spot because they haven't thought of plan B. So what I want you to think about is with your goals, with the things that you're working on, with that product launch, with that live event, with that book, whatever it is, think of the things that can go wrong and solve them before they do. This, I'm telling you, if you do this on a consistent basis with any aspect of your business, you will. it'll be like you will... <laughs> You will have a frictionless ride to the to the goal. So, I'll give you an example. So, when I was um, one of the recent launches we had was for our free cookbook. This is on the health and fitness business. We have a free plus shipping offer for our cookbook. It did really really well. But I knew ahead of time, having this is we launched this store. We did the pro, the the product launch two years ago. At this time, I kind of you know I'd figured out this whole thing in terms of I'd made a lot of mistakes. I kind of, you know, had things figured out a little bit more by this point. So I said, our number one goal is to maximize cart value so that our affiliates and joint venture partners continue promoting this because it just makes sense for them. Now, instead of waiting for a bunch of traffic to come through and look at the upsell flow and look at how the cart value is doing and then 
try something new. We predetermined nine different upsell flows. Yeah, nine. Okay, no, I mean, normally you have an upsell flow, which is like you buy the product, upsell one, upsell two, upsell three if you want. Thank you, Pitch. Well, that's what normally happens, right? But we decided to say, well, obviously we know that that's not, that might not be the winner, right? And, and, and this upsell might not perform well, and this one might not perform well, this one might. So let's craft nine other variations. So we crafted those nine other upsell flows. All the pages were done. And what that allowed us to do was ahead of time, was set up the split test so that when traffic came to the site, everything was ready to go. So we had planned for specific upsells not working. We had planned for the cart value not being as high as we wanted to because the last thing you want, and this is this is so funny, like people freak out when they do product launches, like they, they're up all day, 26 hours a day, they don't sleep. I'm like, why? I don't like, I mean, I don't know. We just got things ready. I walked my kids to school. I picked them up. The product launch was going great. There may have been a couple of hiccups or cut, you know, our team supported people where they needed to. It was just kind of business as usual. And the only reason that's possible is because we had negatively forecasted or visualized negative goal setting built into that launch. We just said, okay, well, what happens if this doesn't happen? What happens if this doesn't go to plan? Let's build in contingencies. I love flying, as I've mentioned before. The great example of this are airplanes. Most airplanes have three to four redundancies, which means if the hydraulic system fails, the electrical system will take over. If the electrical system fails, then the manual system will take over. So there's never like oh my God, the electrical system failed, the plane is going to crash. That's like, so planes are a great example of multiple redundancies so that if something fails, something else kicks in to take its spot. And that's what negative goal setting can do for your business. I'm telling you, this is one of the most powerful things you can get into in terms of practicing this mindset is, you know, whatever you're thinking of doing, if it's a launch, if it's a, a specific program you're releasing, if it's a Facebook ad campaign, this is especially important, <laughs> very important if you are spending money to acquire traffic. Because here's the thing, I can give you the I can give you the funnel. I can give you the ad, I can give you the funnel, I can give you the landing pages, but guess what? I guarantee that there's gonna be some discrepancy between my results and your results. And that's because you have a different offer, a different way of presenting it. You might be different on camera if you're doing camera, uh, video stuff. Um, you might be talking to a different uh, demographic or audience. So the framework works, but there's little nuances that we have to account for. So if you can go into, let's say, a Facebook ad campaign, and before you even hit submit for those first ads, thinking in your mind, what happens if this ad doesn't convert the way we want it to? What happens if the cost per click is too high? What happens if the cost per lead is too high? Where are the potential leaks in the funnel? Well, if the cost per lead is too high, well, maybe the... Ad copy is not as strong. Well, let's have a look at the ad copy. Is the click-through rate too high or is the click-through rate too low? If that if if it's too low, then we know that that's part that's probably one thing we can work on. But work on that ahead of time. So create multiple angles of copy so that if low click-through rate is the issue, right? Then you just swap that out with an, or split test that against another ad variation. If the click-through rate is high, but the cost per lead is low, or the cost per lead is high, sorry, then you know that the issue is most likely on the landing page. So before you launch, 
have one, two, maybe three variations of a landing page, maybe a different layout, different headline, so that you can split test on the fly or ahead of time before being caught off guard when you go live. Because this is money, right? Time is money. You don't want to be wasting your money, you know, $100 a day, $1,000 a day, and then trying to figure things out. So think of the things that could go wrong before have a solution before the problem, and you'll be so much farther ahead. You will thank me for this one. I'm telling you, this is a big one. That's what I'm sharing with you at the beginning of this year. So if you've enjoyed this, I've got something else for you. We've got a brand new webinar called the Nine Business Accelerators. This is an online training, totally free. (laughs) And the reason I put this together is because over the years, and I was just actually having a conversation with a friend about this over Christmas, is... What I've noticed in business is that there is a lot of possible things we can doing. Uh, we could be doing right. There's, there's all sorts of different business models, all sorts of different things we can focus on. And what I love to do is again simplify life, simplify business, simplify health. And what I've done over the past couple of years is I've looked from a thirty thousand view, thirty thousand foot view, and I've looked at business and I said, okay, like this person is doing coaching, this person is selling supplements, this person is selling eBooks and courses. What are the commonalities? Like, what are the things that are common? And what I discovered is that there are nine power moves, nine categories of things, if you will, that have to take place in your business for it to thrive. And if those nine things are not done, I mean, you might be able to get away with one or two, maybe. But if you're missing three, four, five of them, or if you don't have some of those dialed in, your business is going to suffer. And so what I've done a really good job at, I believe, is identifying, okay, well, if your problem is you want more customers, well, that's fine because that falls into this particular business accelerator. And here's how we fix that problem. And so what I'd like to share with you in this webinar are these nine business accelerators and how you can deploy them or actually first and foremost, become aware of them and see how they overlap on your business. And no matter what your business model is, no matter what product or service you're selling, it will fit in your business because this is just a time tested and true framework. So I'm going to walk you through what these nine are in the webinar. I'm going to show you how to deploy them in your business and what these will help you do once you have these figured out They will give you more clarity, yielding more customers and more profit. Because think of it like this. It's like having a roadmap to the treasure, right? Just Pirates of the Caribbean. You know, you have have a, uh, a map that shows you exactly how to get to the gold treasure. That's what this will do. That's what these nine business accelerators do is that they show you how to scale the mountain. They show you how to go from where you are to where you want to be. They help you identify where you are in your business, what might be lacking, and how to really fill those gaps. So if you'd like to go through this free training, then head on over to healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash nine, the number nine, not like spelt out, just nine. And you can register for the webinar there. It's my free gift to you. But here's the thing. I'm only running this online workshop or this webinar, whatever you want to call it, uh, during the first two, I believe, two and a half weeks of this month. So this is not something that's going to be evergreen till the end of time. 
Uh, not that I believe so, okay? So if you want to register for this webinar, go over to healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash nine. I'll walk you through the nine business accelerators. You'll have more clarity, more customers, and more profit as a result. And if you've enjoyed this negative goal setting thing, that's just the tip of the iceberg. So register for that today. It's awesome. Um, so there we go. So thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Health Runner Podcast. Uh, we've got a really cool uh, episode for you on Wednesday with Scott Rowick, who's going to share with you how to grow your business 10 times with Facebook ads. Scott's a, a colleague and friend of mine who I've known for a number of years, crushing it, crushing it online, has one of the biggest paleo followings uh, with their business. Uh, it's amazing what they've done in the past couple of years. He's going to share some of his secrets, so do not miss that one. So that's coming on Wednesday. And uh, once again, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, uh, then please do so today. Uh, Health Burner Podcast on iTunes. Just click the subscribe button so you don't miss any of our awesome episodes coming your way. So that's all for today. Once again, thank you so much for joining in. I hope this gets you on the right foot to start making 2018 your best year ever. Join me for our nine business accelerators workshop over at healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash nine completely free to attend. I guarantee it'll be worth the time. And I look forward to seeing you in our next episode on Wednesday. In the meantime, continue to be great, do great, and we'll see you then.